Good morning, class. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, my faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. That's God's will. That's God's plan for all of us, is that we're not defeated, we're not overcome, but that we are victorious and we are overcomers. And the way that that is to happen in our lives is by our faith. Faith is not this unknowable, mysterious, mystical thing that many have thought. It's uh, very discernible. The way it operates is very knowable. Your faith must be fed. It comes by hearing the Word of God. And it must be exercised. It's exercised by the words of your mouth and by the actions in life. And as we feed our faith and use our faith, it grows. It becomes stronger. And the great thing about it is, as your faith grows, things that used to seem utterly impossible begin to be entirely doable. And your confidence comes up and weakness is replaced by strength. It's the way to overcome. It's the way to, victori to be victorious. So let's pray today. And uh, everybody that's outside the classroom here, we want you to come inside the classroom with us today. We got you a seat saved right here. And get your Bible, get something to take notes with, and expect to hear from the Lord today just exactly what you need. Father, in Jesus' name, all of us together are asking you, agreeing together, touching this, asking for the anointing that teaches, that reveals, asking for the quickening of your Holy Spirit, the strength and life, the truth that makes free, the answers and direction that you know we need today. We ask for them in Jesus' name. We thank you for them. We purpose to be doers and not hearers only. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. If you would turn in the Scriptures to Hebrews, the 10th chapter, and uh, let's continue in our study for a number of uh, weeks now. We've been on the subject of uh, studying Hebrews 11. We're calling it by faith, and we have seen example after example, and we've covered a lot of ground already. So if you haven't been with us, go back to the previous uh, archives, and it's all available to you. It won't cost you anything. Go to the website. And uh, catch up with us, because we're deep into the study now. In Hebrews 10 and verse 35, it says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. The word patience could also be translated perseverance. We'd call it uh, staying power, st stick-to-itiveness. Uh, it's not enough to believe God for a little while and then quit. 
you get the same results as if you hadn't believed God at all. You've got to believe God and stand in faith as long as it takes until and through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. He said in verse 38, now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we're not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Here we see how the, the justified ones, believers, are to live. You, you don't just get born again. You don't just get saved from hell by faith. Faith is how we're supposed to live, morning, noon, and night. It's how we're supposed to deal with every situation that comes up. It's how we're supposed to react, respond, speak, act, guiding our decisions. Everybody said out loud, the just, the just shall, live shall live by faith. By faith. You live by faith. It's, it's a way of living, a way of life, a lifestyle. And he says, uh, if any man draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. So drawing back is the opposite of living by faith. Well, if drawing back's the opposite, what is, what is faith? Faith is moving forward. Faith is not passive. This is one of the big revelations to get as, as a believer. So many times people have thought, well, God, you know, I'm just waiting on you, waiting on you. And most of the time that is simply not the case. Uh, faith requires a response. You know, in the book of James, he talks about uh, faith without an action is dead. One translation says faith that does nothing is dead and dead faith gets no results. Here we see a contrast, pulling back, laying down, doing nothing, drawing back, displeases the Lord. Why? It's not faith and it's not going to get results. We see just a few verses later, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Pulling back, waiting around, doing nothing, laying back, being passive, being scared, being intimidated, displeases God. He expects us. Uh, you remember we, we studied earlier uh, the Israelites that God gave the promised land to. They had to rise up and take it. The first generation failed because they lacked the courage. Faith and courage go hand in hand. Fear and doubt go hand in hand. If you let fear uh, intimidate you, it'll paralyze you, and you'll just sit back and wait and wait and wait and do nothing. But if you seek the Lord and you ask for help, He'll give it to you. He'll tell you what to do. Now it's time to do something. We're going to see this further in our study, but you've got, you can't draw back. You've got to step out. The scripture said, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold. Everybody say, lay hold, lay hold. Lay hold. Jesus said, you know, whatever you desire, believe you receive them and you shall have them. That same word receive is translated several other places, take. Same word, believe that you take them and you'll have them. You'll experience them. Not, not trying to uh, rend something out of the hand of God that he doesn't want you to have. It's something he's already given to you, but he doesn't receive for us. This is one of the great revelations 
the Lord doesn't, uh, two big things he doesn't do for us. No matter how much you beg him, no matter how much you pray, he doesn't receive for us and he doesn't resist the enemy for us. And, and much of the church world is just being passive and not doing these two things. You know, if God was going to receive for anybody, he would uh, uh, cause people to receive Jesus as their Lord, right? And, and be spared from, from being lost. If he's not going to receive that for you, he's not going to receive lesser things. No, we're told to resist the enemy and he'll flee from us. And we're told to lay hold. We're told to receive. Once you say it out loud, I'm, I'm not passive. I'm not one that draws back and displeases the Lord. I'm a believer. I fight the good faith fight. I'm an overcomer. I'm not a quitter. I'm a winner. <laughs> it takes courage and bravery and strength to be a man or woman of faith. You can't be a little whiny baby. You can't be a little cry baby. You can't sit back and blame everybody else for everything and say you're always waiting on somebody else and you're always waiting on God. It's simply not true. Faith rises up. It seeks God. It hears from God. And then it does it. You know, Jesus' mother told him when the first miracle occurred, the key to it, she said to him at that wedding feast, you know, she said, whatever he says to you, do it. <laughs> and when they heard what he said, they did it, and that miracle happened. The water was turned into wine. It wouldn't have happened if they hadn't done what he told them to do. What if they had all just sat there after he said, go fill the water pots with water, and they just sat around and talked about it? Or maybe formed a committee to discuss it and debate the, the benefits. Or do we really need to do that? Or why should we do that? Well, the, the whole thing would be over by the time they got through talking about it. So many missed opportunities in this regard. No, a lot of things are time critical. And when you hear from the Lord, you got to move. You move, you act on it, and when you step out to do what He said, the power of God manifests. That's when you see miraculous things. That's when you see miracles. Look with me on down. This was not originally written in chapter and verse, so this flows right into what we call the 11th chapter here. 11.1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, um, other translations say that Young's literal says, faith is of things hoped for, a confidence, of matters not seen, a conviction. Faith is confidence. Faith is conviction. Now, we're, we're going to see this further as we go in our studies this week. Uh, you cannot be ignorant of the will of God and be in faith in that area. You have to know the will of God and you have to be fully persuaded like Abraham was. You've got to be sure about some things or you cannot be in faith about that. And listen to these words. Actually, today's English version says it like this. 
Today's English version, 11.1, says, To have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. Everybody say, to be sure. To be be certain. certain. (laughs) That is a prerequisite and a part of faith. Of all the things the Spirit of God could have said about faith, I mean, faith is an amazing, many-sided thing. God, that's how He functions. That's how He has always operated. So what what all manner of things could you say about faith? And yet, the Spirit of God sums it up in these two phrases. Faith is, let me, let me read it again from that translation, faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, or you could say expect, because that same word hope is translated expect. To be sure of what you're expecting. If you're not sure of what you're expecting, you're not in faith. No matter what you're calling it, you're not in faith. And to be certain, everybody say certain. Certain of the things we cannot see. Faith has to do with uh, the future, and faith has to do with the unseen. Uh, It hasn't happened yet in the natural. That's why we're expecting it. And we don't see it, and we don't feel it. But faith is being sure of the things we're expecting. Come on, say that out loud. Being sure sure. of the things you expect. And being certain of what you don't see. And you'll see those elements in every example in the, throughout the rest of this 11th chapter. He talks about uh, Abel. He talks about Enoch. He talks about Abraham, Moses, on and on and on and on. And everyone, without exception, every one of those, you'll see they were sure about something they were expecting. And they were certain about something they couldn't see and they couldn't feel. And it was based on what God told them. God told Abraham, or at the time, Abram, before his name was changed, that you will be a father of many nations. And when, you know, he's older, his wife's older, she couldn't conceive when she's young. You can't see what God's talking about. And it hasn't manifested yet. But uh, Romans said, God calls those things that be not as though they were. And Abraham joined in with him, agreed with him, changed his name, father of many nations, and began to call himself what God called him. And so he is now sure of what he's expecting. Come on, say it out loud. Sure, sure of what he's expecting. And he is certain of what he can't see. He he hasn't seen a baby. He hasn't seen changes in his body. He hadn't seen changes in Sarah's body. He hadn't seen her uh, conceive. He hasn't seen a pregnancy. They haven't seen a child. But he's certain of it. Now the enemy is the instigator, the, the seed sower of doubt. The questioning. All the way back to Genesis, you remember. 
when uh, he came to tempt Eve and Adam with the eating of the, the, the fruit that they had been told not to eat, uh, what did he do? He questioned the commandment. Uh, you know, when, when Eve said, you know, we're, 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 not, we're not supposed to eat of it, we're not supposed to touch it lest we die. And the enemy says, no, no, you won't really die. Well, that's a lie, but what's the purpose of it? To get you to stop being sure. Oh, can you see this class? It's to, to begin to unravel your solidness, your full persuasion. Prior to the enemy coming to Eve and Adam on that day, you hear how she answers the question you know, about eating of that, that tree. She says, no, no, we don't eat of it. We don't touch it, lest you die. She's not confused. Can you see this? There's a surety, there's a certainty about this. So then the enemy has to, he can't do anything with her unless he can introduce doubt. And he starts it with a question. You know, has God said, and, and then he, go, he follows it with a, just an outright lie. No, you won't really die. And then he begins to draw attention to uh, how, how beautiful the fruit is and, and how great it might taste and, and how lovely it is to the eyes and, and, and how it would make you wise. And then he introduces more uh, questioning. No, you won't really die. God knows in the day you eat of it, You'll be enlightened. You'll get all this wisdom. You'll be like God. What's he doing? He's complicating things. Remember the scripture said to, to the saints at Corinth, he said, to, uh, Paul said, I don't want you to be removed from the simplicity that is in Christ. In order to walk by faith, you got to keep things really simple. God said it. It's true. <laughs> no ifs. No buts. No maybes. What is faith? Faith is being sure of what you're expecting. Faith is being certain of what you can't see. And so when the enemy begin to get that, that questioning and, and that, uh, you know, a little bit of uncertainty, a little bit of wondering, what about, what if, and the enemy is able to do this right and left because of ignorance and because of pride. So many people like to imagine how smart they are. And people think a sign of intelligence is questioning everything. And there are a lot of things you should question. Absolutely. Especially when it comes to what men come up with. But when God has said something you're not supposed to question it. You're supposed to believe it. You're supposed to show him some respect. You're supposed to acknowledge that he's smarter than you are. And if it doesn't seem right to you, it's not because it's not right. It's because you don't know something. You don't understand something. But the enemy is a master a manipulator at introducing questioning and reasonings. And wondering, and uh, yeah, but yeah, but what about? Yeah, but but what if? Yeah, but 
look at this. Yeah, but why didn't this happen for so-and-so? And yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but we'll, we'll rob you of a miracle. Yeah, but we'll prevent you receiving your healing. Yeah, but we'll prevent you receiving the, your needs met. No, tell me again. Faith is being sure. Help me out, saints. Faith is being sure of what you expect. It's being certain of what you don't see. Abraham became this way. Romans tells us he was fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able to perform. And he didn't, he didn't waver. He didn't vacillate. He was absolutely, positively convinced, fully persuaded that, that already that he is the father of many nations and that Sarah is a mother of nations. And so he's sure of it. He's just looking for it. He can't see it, but he's certain of it. He hadn't experienced it, but he's sure he will. And praise God, in the passage of time, he did. That's what faith is. That's what pleases God. That's what gives victory after victory in life. But can you see why so many have come short of it? Because questioning is everywhere. Reasoning, wondering is all over the place. And you and I, all of us live in this world that's full of this. And if you let it, it'll infiltrate your thinking. It'll contaminate you. You have to be on your guard from the time you get up to the time you go to bed all the time. Putting a stop, anything that challenges the Word of God, you need to put an immediate stop to it and go, no, I refuse to entertain anything else contrary to what God has said. That's what the Bible talks about in um, fighting the good fight. Look with me, hold your place here. Go back to uh, 2 Corinthians and... Uh, let your eyes rest on this. We, we read this. I want to read it to you. Let your eyes rest on it. He said, I fear, 11.3, 2 Corinthians 11.3, I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Everybody say simplicity. 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 We, we, we've got to keep it simple. Do you believe that? We've got to keep it real simple. What if Eve had said there at the tree, when the enemy came and said, uh, yea, has God said? What if she said, yeah, that's exactly what he said. What about it? <laughs> and he said, yeah. And the enemy said, yeah, but you won't really die. And she said, hold up, hold up. You calling God a liar? You better get on out of here. If she had resisted him and refused to entertain anything contrary to what God had said, we'd all still be in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> now, we can't throw rocks at them because every one of us have done the same thing. They did somewhere, somehow. But many people, especially in our society, that values knowledge so much, think that questioning and doubting is a sign of intelligence. But in the big picture, it's a sign of foolishness. 
when God tells you something, to question it simply shows you don't trust him. You don't believe he knows more than you. you don't, you're not sure if he's right. And uh, to wait to see it and feel it before you're going to believe it is, is, is wrong thinking because then it's too late to believe it. You're experiencing it with your senses. Believing happens before you see it. You know, he, the, the psalmist said, I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's expecting something and you're sure of it. And something that you can't see, you're certain even though you don't see it. Maybe you can't see healing power working in your body, but you're certain it's there. You can't see things working to cause money to come your way, but you're certain it's going on. You who haven't experienced it yet, but you're sure what you're expecting is coming to pass. You will experience it. And when you're in that, in that uh, frame of heart and mind, you're in faith, it gives you joy. It gives you peace. If you're expecting something bad, it scares you and makes you sad. If you're expecting something good and great, it gives you peace and, and relief, and it makes you glad, causes you to rejoice. So it's not hard to tell faith people from doubt people. Faith people are the ones with the smile. Faith people are the ones with the excitement, the ones with the expectation. And uh, if we're doubting, we're sad, we're crying, feeling sorry for ourselves, not sure, questioning, wondering, wavering. The Bible said, don't waver. You won't, don't think you'll receive anything. You've got to be fully persuaded. Somebody say fully persuaded. <laughs> fully persuaded. Thanks be to God who always gives us the victory, always causes us to triumph through our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I hadn't got off the text yet, have I? Do you care? Uh, go, to, go to Hebrews 11.1 1 again. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God's Word translation uh, says it like this. Faith assures us of the things we expect, convinces us of the existence of the things we cannot see. The Scripture tells us in Ephesians and other places that we're not to be unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. One individual said it like this, Faith begins where the will of God is known. If you don't know the will of God, you can't be sure of what you're expecting. You can't be certain of what you uh, don't see, which is why we can't be saying, Lord, if it be thy will, if it be thy will, we've got to find out what his will is to stop the uncertainty, to stop the wavering. Then we can be in faith, which is one of the big reasons we have faith school. <laughs> And that's it for our time today. <laughs> you need to come back. We just got this introduced. So you need to come back with us for our next class tomorrow. And until then, what do we do? We live by faith. We walk by faith. We overcome the world by faith. We're strong in faith, giving glory to God.
We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.